Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Goes for the return of Rebo, he's got a bit of space if he wants to use it. Instead steps back, finds Solly again. Solly, looking for options, ball down inside to Taylor. Comes and gets it, Taylor, beats his man, and then a big switch, looking for Reeves on the right-hand side, it's a lovely ball. Reeves towards the touchline, collects the ball, dink inside into the penalty area, Reeves goes past, is it a penalty? Yes it is! Reeves had got past the keeper... Keeper came out, Reeves accepted the challenge. I'm not sure how much contact was initiated by the keeper and how much was initiated by Ben Reeves, but he made he done the hard work by skipping past his man, got to the ball before the keeper, went past the kill, t- touched the ball past the keeper, and then just accepted the keeper's challenge. McMahon's been all over Taylor as he stepped forward to take this. Gives his hair a flick. And will the pink-haired striker? Start this day, which is in homage to his October Awareness Month, as he steps forward in front of the Jimmy Seed and buries Come it on. down the centre. What a lovely penalty by Lyle Taylor! Superbly dispatched, despite all the shenanigans from the Oxford players, and Charlton have a one-nil lead. What a challenge from Colin. Oh, and he's just been run into by Holmes, who's taken him out. And Oxford have the ball, and they're in towards the penalty area. Go to the right-hand side, and White takes the shot and scores. Oh, what a strike. But, but Cullen was taken out by Holmes there. Head, elbow into his end, the referee's not even looking. That's so harsh on Charlton, is the space that... They're allowed to advance into was in the middle of Carlin, who's That's an absolute disgrace, really the referee. Injured. Absolute disgrace. He's allowed that challenge to go, not only just not noticed, but it's a clear head injury. Charlton, whether or not their minds are taken off it, allowed White into the box, who slammed the ball into the right-hand corner. And the referee's still about 40 yards away from where Josh Cullen is lying down. We're into added time, and he hasn't added any time on for the substitutes or the time-wasting. Not a second. And there we are. It has ended here. All square at the Valley. 
Not quite the curse of the returning exes, but uh, not a million miles away, Charlton couldn't grab the victory. Hello and welcome to this week's Big Match Preview podcast from Charlton Live. My name is Louis Mendes and on this week's show we will look back at Tuesday evening's one-all draw with Oxford United and ahead to Saturday's trip to Scotland where the Addicts will take on Rochdale. Throughout this podcast we'll be hearing from Charlton boss Lee Bowyer, striker Lyle Taylor and Billy Clark will also update us on his progress as he nears his return from 10 months out with a knee injury. Unfortunately, we're unable to access our studio at the Valley this week due to the club being made aware of a higher-than-normal carbon monoxide leak in Valley Central, where Charlton Live broadcasts from. Uh, It's just a precautionary measure, but it means that both this week's Big Match preview and Sunday evening's full Charlton Live show will only be available as podcasts and shan't be going out live. We expect to be able to go back to bringing you live shows from next week. Charlton Live. So we've just heard the goals from Tuesday evening's one-all draw with Oxford, a game that saw both former manager Carl Robinson and midfielder Ricky Holmes return to the Valley. Lyle Taylor had given the Addicts the lead from the penalty spot midway through the first period after Ben Reeves had been failed by visiting keeper Simon Eastwood, but the Addicts failed to build on their advantage and were left frustrated after a below-par second-half performance and a leveller from Gavin White with 20 minutes remaining, although Charlton felt play could have been held up due to a head injury to Josh Cullen in the build-up to that goal. Lee Bowyer came into the Charlton Live studio after the game to speak to Terry Smith. Thankfully, neither of them succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning whilst they are in there, but Bowyer did admit it had been a frustrating evening for his side. That's an understatement. Um, conceded a late goal. and don't think they was really had any chances or anything. You know, like, I think we was in control of the game again. <laughs> Uh, it's frustrating. Guilty of not killing them off when we had that period just before the penalty and after it where uh, we could have had uh, two or three maybe at least. Didn't kill it off and then we're always a bit susceptible, I guess. Yeah, but that's football. You have to make the right decisions and you have to take your chances because if not, then as it's happened to us before, teams have come and nicked points from us and, and that's exactly what's happened again tonight. So... I just said to the lads, look, it's another two points dropped. You can't just keep giving points away. And I said to them, like, once we do get into that top two, I don't think we'll drop out of it. But we have to get there first. They're not played bad tonight. I said that to them. But they wasn't their normal selves. Passing wasn't good. They competed. They all give 100%, which they always do. But the other side of the game, which we're, we're normally good at as well, we, we didn't really do so well. And, and you've got to give credit to to Oxford for that, I think, because they came, they made it difficult for us. They played someone sitting in front of the back four and they, they tried to stop us playing and, and, and it worked at times. Um... But yeah, the, the, the biggest thing is that we didn't take our chances when, when the ones we created. As you say, you got to give Oxford some credit for that because they knocked us out of our stride a little bit, I suppose. But even even then, you look at that sort of 10, 15-minute period where we were clearly on top, maybe a bit longer actually, probably doing us a disservice. And uh, you, as you say, don't take your chances. There's always a chance you could come back to bite and pretty much they're only strike on target. See in the second half and uh, and they get the, and they get the share of spoils. 
Yep, and that's the frustrating thing. <laughs> but we've the, got another one on Saturday, so we'll have to go again. The goal itself, obviously there's a little bit of contention because uh, um, Cullen, Jamie Cullen, was, uh, uh, sort of collided with Ricky Holmes, and it was much intent there, but certainly Cullen came down with what looked like a head injury. Uh, and the referee, or the officials generally, just allowed the play to go on. Is there a, a thought that that could have been brought back? Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, Josh Cullen went in with Ricky. Um, good, fair, 50-50 challenge. Ball bounce to them. Josh is on the f- floor holding his face because he's got a busted lip. Um, we're telling the fourth official, look, it's a head injury. The fourth official was telling the ref it's a head injury, but he let it carry on, and then they scored from it. I don't know why. We had the same scenario two, three times the weekend where we was breaking on um, Barnsley, and then their players went down holding their head, and then the official stopped it straight away. So that's what happened. Are you um, getting to the point where, and I'm, I'm sure you're not alone, I'm sure there's probably most managers in this division getting to the point where it's just put your hands up in the air and think, well, that's what we've got to part with? I have to be careful because yeah, I can't sure, I can't right. say nothing no more because I've already been fined loads. Um, I can't I can't tell you what I think. I honestly can't because this is getting ridiculous. Charlton Live! Now, Tuesday evening was a special occasion at the Valley for striker Lyle Taylor. Not only did he fire home his eighth goal of the season from the penalty spot, but he was also joined by players and fans alike as the Valley turned pink in aid of Lyle's month-long campaign to raise awareness and money for Cancer Research UK. Lyle has dyed his hair pink and donned a pair of pink boots for the entire month of October, and Tuesday saw fans volunteering to collect money outside the Valley before the game with Oxford United. The cause is very close to Lyle's heart. He lost his aunt to the disease last year, but he was proud with how well his campaign has resonated with the fans over the past few weeks. Let's hear Lyle talk about his special evening at the Valley, but first, he also alludes to an interesting incident in the second half of the draw with Oxford, where used defender Rob Dickey somehow escaped without a second yellow card after committing two identical fouls on the Addict striker within the space of three minutes. Frustrating. Um... Frustrating because for for more than one reason. Um, the biggest reason I can't really say. Um, but anybody who was here would have seen it. But by the same token, um, there, we had a few chances that that we could have we could have killed the game off. Um, we weren't we weren't at our best. Um, as we were Saturday, so we we have to just recover right now and um, and get ready for the weekend. I think if if we can go and win at the weekend, obviously it's an if. It's a game of football. There's no nothing given. If we can go and win at the weekend and and walk away from the week with seven points, I think we've we've had a good week. To be honest with you, um, so that's that's the aim. Is is to now pick up maximum points on Saturday uh, from our journey up up to up to Rochdale up to Manchester and and then look back hopefully on a on a good week. Yeah, um, it's been I, I I don't really know how to describe how well it's gone and how much it's taken off. It's the fans of this club 
the the women's team, the the boys in there, the staff, everybody, even even I say even the journalists, the the press, everybody from from all of the major newspapers, um, from Sky Sports, from from BT, from from BBC, it's been unreal um, to be able to get this message my message as far as it's gone is something extraordinary because okay yeah I play for a, a, a big big club um, and a big club in this league but at the same by the same token I still play in league one and to to reach the people that we and it's not me it's it's we it's it's us as as Charlton Athletic, Charlton Athletic, men's team, Charlton Athletic, women's team, Charlton Athletic fans, to reach the people we've reached and and to 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 send this as far as we've sent it is is un unbelievable. Charlton Live. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's been 10 long months for Billy Clark. The Irishman suffered an ACL injury in a 2-0 defeat at Blackburn last December and has been working his way back to fitness ever since. But on Monday, he finally returned to action for the first time this year as he featured for 45 minutes for the development squad during a 2-2 draw with Ipswich Town. The 30-year-old was delighted to come through his return to action unscathed. This morning it was more of a case of I just wanted to get it over and done with. You know, I just wanted to come through unscathed. Uh, but now that I'm the other side of the game now I'm over the moon yeah I've, obviously like you said it's 10 long months and of a lot of hard work and from, from everyone everyone around me and um, there's still work to be done uh, we're, I'm nowhere near as as good as I, I, I will be um, but what, uh, yeah I'm over the moon to be back 45 minutes in your legs today against Ipswich what was it like how did they feel when, when you were out there uh, it took me obviously a while to get get going but um, fitness wise I was I was a bit tired towards the end um, you know it's it's different to training everyone knows that um, the the fitness that you get from training is, is a good base but there's nothing like match fitness um, but yeah I'm, I've seen 
the um, the stats of, of the distance I ran and stuff and I'm happy with it and um, it was more of a case of, of just getting through um, and my knee feeling fine uh, which is the case so um, I'm, like I said I'm delighted delighted with the uh, with the 45 minutes I've just had not at the the end goal just yet but today I mean that must feel like a, a massive step forward for you. it is yeah it's um, I'm certainly not far far off um, but to get back out on the pitch um, I, I've been pretty much a bodybuilder for the last 10 months um, just in the gym constantly and uh, you know back out to where you would say, you maybe call my, a, a footballer's natural environment is playing in a game uh, to be back there and um, there's no better feeling and um, you've been training for the last couple of weeks do you feel like you're getting back into the swing of back into the swing of things now yeah I do yeah um, the training is it gets you to a certain point and then you need games to sh- and then that follows on with sharpening yourself up in, in training um, with the stuff in the game it's like a bit of a loop you know it's um, you, every you can train as long as and as fit as you can get through training but it's the games that really sharpen you up and really get your mind um, back on it and, and knowing different scenarios that come about in training that you're not used to so it's just um, like you said a stepping stone but a, a huge one for me How long do you think it could be before we can see you in and around a, a first team game? Uh, I've got another uh, 23s game Friday that uh, I'll play 45 minutes in um, and then um, I've got a full week of training next week and uh, I don't know It's it, obviously it'll be there'll be um, backwards and forwards with myself and, and the physios and, and the manager and, and whenever he sees fit and whenever I, th- I think I'm ready because obviously I'd, I don't want to go in there and know that I'm not quite there yet and he obviously doesn't want me in there when I'm not quite there yet so um, it'll just be how I feel really and but it's certainly not too far away George Jones speaking to Billy Clark there Charlton Live On Monday evening the Addicts were drawn away to Mansfield Town in the first round of the FA Cup it's now been announced that the game at Field Mill will take place on Sunday the 11th of November with a 12.45pm kickoff. This is due to the clash being chosen live for overseas broadcasting, but will not be available on TV in this country. Charlton Live! Let's hear from Lee Bowyer again. With Arsenal loanee Christian Billick out on Tuesday evening, he opted to give midfielder Darren Prattley a run out at centre-half. The 33-year-old performed well as he partnered Jason Pearce in the heart of the defence, and Bowyer thinks it's something that Prattley should consider more often as he comes to the tail end of his career. Say Prattley stepped in at centre-half on Tuesday. I thought he was outstanding. They haven't played there before. They played in the checker trade in a three, but it's not the same as a two. Um, so that's a bit of cover that... That's just it arised for us, and um, so yeah, I'm we're okay there at the moment. Has he got a future as a central defender? I think he could nick another two, three years playing there. He's an experienced player, reads the game well. Um, you get more time on the ball there. He puts his body in, you know, on the line and blocks stuff. So good in the air. Not slow. Yeah, if I was him, I'd, I'd consider making it an option to drop back there. But it's important in the middle of the park as well because he wins you the ball back and he competes and fights and 
So, but it's an option for himself. Then it might be in a couple of years' time. Then drop me back into centre half because he can easily do it, and he showed that Tuesday. What does he think about playing in that position? He couldn't believe it when I told him. He was like, "Like really? I've never played there." I said, "Look, trust me. If, if I didn't think you could handle it, I wouldn't put you there." Um, and I think that showed. I think he and after the game. I said in front of everybody, like, you, you was outstanding. I said, for someone that's never played centre-half in a flat four before, you, you have to give yourself some credit, you know. I said, you, you was outstanding and it's, it's something that you should take on board, I think. Let's turn our attention to Saturday's trip to Rochdale. Keith Hill's side have only just survived in League One last season after beating the Addicts on the final day, a result that relegated their local rivals Oldham to League Two instead. But after last year's let-off, they're struggling at the wrong end of the League One table again this campaign, sitting in 17th place as we enter the weekend. They've won just once in the last seven league games, losing 3-2 to Doncaster last time out at Spotland. Charlton's record against Rochdale was good, winning 9 of the 16 meetings between the two sides, although they haven't tasted victory at Spotland since a brace from Danny Hollands and Royce Wiggins' only goal for the club during a 3-2 win back in September 2011. Dale Boss Hill has called for his side to show more consistency. A comfortable win at Bradford last Saturday was followed by a disappointing 3-0 reverse at Wickham in midweek. But what about from a Charlton point of view? Bowyer admitted his side never really got going on Tuesday, but a win on Saturday would make it seven points from a possible nine this week and keep the Addicts in touch with the top six. And there's good news because it looks like Christian Billick, amongst others, will be back in contention. Yep, yep, he'll be available. Um, so will Igor. Igor's training today. So, um, them two, obviously Christian got cramped Saturday. Let's be careful, he was still sore. So, um, there was a reason why he was on the bench on Tuesday. But now he'd be ready to go again Saturday, yeah. And Patrick Bauer, how's he progressing? Slowly. Um, still a few week, weeks away, I think. Um, he's come out of the brace now. So, that's a good sign. He's got to see the specialist, I think, next week. Um, just to give him the go-ahead to start doing stuff outside and then probably be a week or two out there and, and then he'll start introducing back into us. So by the sound of it, you're edging towards having a fully fit squad available to you? Yeah, thank you. Sounds good, but it's not been the case so far, so I hope that happens, but we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. Soon the, the sooner Pat comes back, the, the better, you know, because he, he's definitely a big player for us. We've definitely missed him while he's been out. Charlton Live. So that's it for this week's big match preview. Thank you for tuning in. I've been Louis Mendes. Don't forget, we won't be broadcasting live from the Valley this Sunday evening either, but another podcast will be released looking back at whatever happens at Scotland. Let's hope it's the addicts getting back to winning ways. Charlton Live. Charlton Live. 